You are listening to a life-impacting message preached by Bishop Richard Ayi. Bishop Richard Ayi is the pastor of the First Love Church London, a denomination founded by Bishop Dag Heward-Mills. The First Love Church is full of zealous young people who love and desire to work for the Lord. You will be encouraged and uplifted as you listen to this powerful message. It's risen upon you. Behold, the darkness shall cover the earth. love the many things that are within the world all that's in the world my brother the lust of the eyes the lust of the flesh and the pride of life the lust of the eyes the lust of the flesh the pride of life they are not of God do not love the world my brother do not love the many things that are within the world all that's in the world my brother the lust of the eyes the lust of the flesh and the pride of life the lust of the eyes the lust of the flesh the pride of life they are not of God Greater is he. 
One day there 
young man lost everything and he had to feed the pigs. Nobody gave to him, his whole life was destroyed. So what are you gonna do when the rains come down? What are you gonna do when the floods come up? What are you gonna do when the winds blow on you? Will your house stand strong? Yeah, strong. Oh, 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 oh. Build your house on the rock and the rain will come down. Build your house on the rock and the floods will come up, yeah. Build your house on a rock, the winds will blow there immensely, but your house will stand strong, yeah, strong, yeah, yes. Build your house on a rock, and the rain will come down. Build your house on a rock, when the flood. The winds will blow very mentally But your house will stand strong Your house will stand strong Your house will stand strong Oh yeah Your house will stand strong Yeah, yeah Your house will stand strong To be a fertile ground, receiving the word, that's the only way you will be truly blessed. I don't want to be a wayside crowd. I don't want to be a stone. 
Beside a young girl in the church Nothing that the preacher said Touched her heart that day She was on her phone Throughout the preaching Chatting with her friends Instead of listening to the word She didn't understand A single thing that day That's when I knew the seed had fallen on the wayside. I don't want to be a wayside ground. I don't want to be a thorny ground. I don't want to be a stony ground. Lord, make me a good ground, a very good ground. Something bad to say about everything 
They said the preacher didn't know the word. His messages did not make sense. They criticized him throughout the preaching. That's when I knew the seed had fallen on thorny ground. I don't want to be a wayside crown. I don't want to be a
What a singer. Do you love the songs? Are you going to be very nice? Are you going to say, I love you, I'll marry you, and I'll take you home? Brothers, I don't know, you don't sound that confident. Are you going to say it to one person, the right person? Okay, just checking. I believe you. Wow, well, we've come to the most important part of the service. This is the moment that I've been waiting for and the moment that you have been waiting for. We're at the Faith Encounter Service and by the time you leave today, your faith will be at its height. Amen. So with a shout unto God and a round of applause, let's welcome our pastor, Bishop. Richard!
Jesus. Father, we thank you. Lift up your two hands, everybody. We surrender to you, Lord. Let your will be done, Lord. We expect miracles. We expect blessings. We expect your reign of favor. We expect your great help, Lord. Help us, Father, as we've come to you today. Thank you for healing through your word. Thank you for blessing through your word. Thank you for light, revelation, and direction through your word today. Thank you for salvation. I give you thanks and I give you praise, Lord, for today. In Jesus' name I pray. And everyone said, Amen. God bless you. Put your hands together. Mighty, mighty hand clap. And you may take your seats. Hallelujah. Beautiful. Are you excited to be in church? It's hot outside but cool in here, isn't it? So we should stay here as long as we can. Because it's nicer in here. Wonderful. Well, I want to continue sharing on giving. And uh, we are talking about tithing as we are sharing on giving. Because when you are a tither, you are a giver. And the power and the blessing of um, a giver comes to play in your life when you are a tither. Hallelujah. Proverbs chapter 11, verse 24. I'm if you are going to be givers. I'm if you are givers already. I'm if you are going to continue to be givers. Yep. Look at the Bible. The is that scattereth, and yet he increaseth. And the is that withholdeth more than his meat. That is, he keeps more than is necessary. Because you have to keep some. You have to keep some to um, buy your wig, to buy your eyelashes, to um, get your nails done. Yes. But then you can keep more than is necessary, more than you actually need. And the Bible says that that one leads to poverty. Hallelujah. So you see someone who appears, it's like this is a good description of the person, of a good giver. He seems to be scattering. You know, scattering, scattering looks like you're doing something very bad, isn't it? So you're doing something very, you just, you just, you just throwing away money, throwing away things. You have this, you give to this one, you have this, take, you know, someone who scattereth. He scatters. And the Bible says that that one, rather, he increases. Now ask yourself the question, how can you be scattering and keep scattering if you don't have? You must have to scatter. Because if you've been scattering, what you have must have finished. But he's saying that there is someone who scatters and he keeps scattering. Means that as he's scattering, he's rather gaining. So he keeps scattering and he keeps gaining. And there's someone who is saying that I won't scatter, I will keep. There's a clever boy who doesn't scatter. He keeps. He's clever. He understands um, steps to being a good investor. 
So he keeps, and he keeps more than is necessary. And the Bible says that that one turns into poverty. So it's a great blessing to be a giver. It's a great blessing to be a giver. Verse 25 says that the liberal soul, hmm, the liberal soul shall be made fat. The liberal soul. That is, again, someone who gives freely, freely, freely. You know, there are people when they want to give, they take a calculator. Take a calculator. And they make sure that what they are doing makes sense to them. They also don't do well in life. It's the liberal person, the person who gives freely, shares freely that the Bible says that shall be made fat. How many of you like to be made fat? <laughs> I mean financially fat. Yes. But it's also good to be body fat. Why do you want to look like a skeleton? I don't know who imposed that revelation on the, on the world today. I don't want to be big. It's good to be big and juicy. Why do you want to be like a skeleton? Who says skeleton is nicer than... Um, I don't know what the other name is. But there's a name for it. Yes. I don't know. I don't, I don't know who started that trend. Everybody thinks that it's as though... That, that word, it's as, we say, it's as though we can't use that word. The F word. It's not an F word. It's an F word. What's your problem? Yes. I don't know. I don't know who told that you should choose, you should choose being skinny and bony than to be the other one. Juicy. Meaty. Hefty. (laughs) Voluptuous. Why don't you want things to shake when you are moving? Pass by, then it looks as though a shadow has passed by. It passed by, we have to feel. You say, mm. Who is that going? Who, who is that person? Who's that person? Yes. May the Lord make you fat. You can interpret it any way you want to. But may the Lord give you fatness. You see, there's a word in the Bible, a Hebrew word, um, Dashen. Yes. Dashen. 
that word means to be made fat and prosperous. Dashen. It's anointing. It's one of the variations of the anointing. Thou anointest my head with oil. Like thou makest me fat and prosperous. May you be fat and prosperous. I don't know why. I don't know why you are afraid of the F word. <laughs> don't know who indoctrinated you to say you must be bony. I mean, who first said that bony is nicer than, than the other one? I mean, who, who brought that theory into the world? You see, one day, one day, there were some pastors. One of them was very bony. Bony like Boney M. The bony guy. And his friends, one of them was, you know, he was And then the, another one was medium-sized. And then there was another one who was also... And then this bony guy was teasing them that they are not well. <laughs> he was teasing them, you know. That bony M was teasing and laughing at them. So they decided, let's all go and have our cholesterol levels tested to see who is not well. I don't know why they chose cholesterol. They should have done another test. I said, let's go and take it. Then they came back. They said, hey. When they were coming back, the meaty guys were laughing. <laughs> they were laughing. And Bonnie M was cool. So we asked, wow, they, how they come out? He said, look, you see me how I am like this? As though I'm the best. Say, I'm the one who is about to die. <laughs> I'm the one who, if you do his life, if, you, if when you see him, he has, he has that concave figure like a prayer warrior. <laughs> it's as though he's always fasting. But he was the one who was not well at all. So I don't know. I'm just my scripture on giving that you have turned it into. I don't know who brought that revelation. That bony is better than mega. I mean, who wants a small church? You want a mega church, isn't it? Don't want a church like this guy. Yes, you want a mega church. Who, who wants a church like this? We don't want this church. We want a mega church. <laughs> How do you want your finances to be? Like this or like that? You want juicy finances. Mega finances. Yes. This is what we like. Brother, don't change. <laughs> you have to be mega. 
So anyway, the liberal soul. Today, I've been told that I have to close early. Yeah, I was told. When I got here, I was given, I've been given a time to end my service. Yes. And that, I don't know, they sent somebody, so I don't know who sent the person. But somebody was sent to tell me that I should cross a certain line, so. Because they have some things they've planned doing, so. They said, um, I have to end so that they can go and do their things they have planned. So, no problem. When you see me saying, stand to your feet, it's not me. I've been told that, look, we have certain things we have to sort out today, so you have to. And so, I'm very obedient. Just tell them that when I also tell them to do something, they should also do it. Because I'll do what they said I should do. They too, they should do what I say they should do. Is it a good deal? No problem. So they'll see today that I can preach for a short time. Yes, so I'm going to preach for a short time. And, uh, you see, you don't like short preaching. You don't like skinny preaching, isn't it? You want mega preaching. Yes. May you have mega blessings. Mega blessings. Mega blessings. Your blessings be big. Then we say the liberal soul shall be made fat. And he that watereth shall be watered also himself. As you are watering, as you are given, you will also be taken care of. Look at the scripture. Look at Luke chapter 6. I'm sure we, all, we know that scripture very well. But you know it today again. Luke chapter 6 verse 38. Yes. It says that give. Give. It says do what? Give. Give. If you are doing a microscopic Bible study on this verse, one of the questions you ask yourself is that, is there any commandment to obey? The answer is yes. And the answer, you see, that's how to have a good and meaningful quiet time. Don't rush through your quiet time and read the Bible and say, and blessed be blessed, Lord, I'm blessed. I've read the Bible today. No, you take your time and you ask yourself questions. If you don't know what microscopic Bible study is, ask... um, What's your name? Daniela. Daniela. We call her Dandan. Daniela. Daniela. Ask Daniela after church. She'll give you um, what it is. Give you all the questions. All your quiet time will become meaningful. You will not rush because there are questions you ask yourself. As you ask yourself, you see understanding is coming and revelation will come as you study the Bible. So you see when you read it like this, is there, is there a command to obey? Is it yes or no? And what's the command? Give. 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 And, and are there, is there another question you, you, you ask yourself when you have your quiet time doing a microscopic Bible study, having your quiet time? Another quest, question you ask yourself, are there any promises? Are there any promises in the verse? Is it yes or no? Yes. And the promise is to who? The, no, the giver. The giver, the person who is obeying the commandment is entitled to some promises. So he says that give and then what will happen? And it shall be given unto you. So you look like you are scattering, you are losing, but rather you are gaining. He said give and it shall be given unto you. How? How will it be given unto you? How will your blessings be like? He says good measure. Good measure. Good measure. Can you see how, how somebody gets revelation? 
I'm telling you how revelation comes. You ask yourself questions and you get the answer. Question, answer, question, answer, question. See, revelation is coming and understanding is coming. You see, it will come good measure, pressed down, shaking together, and running over. Shall men give into your bosom? You shall be a receiver of mega blessings. For with the same measure that you meet with all, it shall be measured to you again. Then you see that the scripture says that he that gives sparingly shall reap sparingly. Just following from this, the same measure that is what you use, the cup, the cup that you use to fetch whatever you are fetching is the same cup that will be used to fetch for your blessings back. So when you become too clever, too clever in dealing with God. I say, what's for me? When it gets to God, when it gets to God, I'll give two pounds offerings. Two pounds offerings. Two pounds offering. One lady said once that, as for me, God is leading me to give this small amount. That's what I'm like. You see, explain the Pharisee-tech, Pharisee-tech um, stance, being legalistic with God. They see, as you are talking, we can all see that you don't read your Bible. Because if you read your Bible, you will see that the scripture, he does so sparingly. So why will you give five when you can give 50? If you read your Bible. Why would you give five if when you can give 50? Because to somebody, your five is like five million. And to someone, five million is peanuts, it's nothing. So the person who is giving five million pounds could have given five hundred million. The person who is giving five could have given five hundred, and the person who is giving the is, is giving five. It could even for him, it's like he's giving five, he's giving everything he has. That's what Jesus did when Jesus was standing. Uh, people, he was taking an offering once, and people were giving. And there's a widow came, and she said, "Come, sister, come." And he said to the congregation, "This one has given more than everybody else." More than everybody else. Because she, gave, she has given everything that she can give. She has given all. Even though it was small. But for her, it was big. So giving depends on who you are and what you have. And what you are capable of doing. Take me back to my spirally. So he, he which soweth sparingly shall also reap sparingly. You have, you have a big cup that you can fetch. You can fetch a lot of whatever you are fetching. But then you just scoop a little bit. Angels are also watching. When it's your turn to receive a small cup. The same cup I use will also be used to fetch something small. Give to you. One day I was having a meeting. And a lady stood up to speak. It was like, it wasn't a marriage meeting, but it was, it was a meeting. Yes. She stood up and she said, as for me, as for me. She was speaking with gestures and a British accent. She said, as for me, I've told my husband, whatever you put in is what you get out. I said, wow. wow. I said, come on, honey, say it again. Yeah. And she thought, you know, everybody, everybody that was becoming, because the rest knew, knew 
who was who was preaching. She didn't know the preacher. So as I said to her, say it again, honey, honey, say it again. Come on, darling. I'm I'm feeling you. Say it again. She said, I've told my husband. The husband was sitting sitting by her like a lamb. And she has stood up and he's just sitting there. She said, As for me, I've told him. Whatever in is what you get out. I said, Come on, preach it, say it again. I said, I, I need to hear. It's like, you see, that a, I was saying that I can't believe my ears. I can't believe what I'm hearing. I can't believe what I'm hearing. Say it again. Let's be sure. Let's be sure before I react. And she said, with her nails, she said, as for me, I've told him whatever. It's what you get. I said, no problem. No problem. No problem. Whatever you put in is what you get out. You've also put a lot of things to this meeting. You'll get something out just now. <laughs> but there you see the cup that you used to measure. It's the same thing. So, anybody, even if, even if you have even half a brain, you will know that. You will discover that and you will think that it is better to give and to give more. Yes. When it gets to give, you, always be at your best. Always be at your best. Because when you sow sparingly, you reap sparingly. And when you sow bountifully, you will also reap bountifully. How many of you want Bountiful reapings, mega reapings. Yes, you know you know how to get there, isn't it? There, that's it. So, so given, given, is really the real thing that we need to understand when we are becoming tithers. We need to understand given and be a giver, be givers. So today, very quickly, since uh, I've been told when to stop, powers that be. My title today is The Bad Thoughts of Non-Tithers. The Bad Thoughts. It's like what is in the head of somebody when he doesn't want to be a giver and when he doesn't want to tithe. What is in the head? What's going on? How is he thinking? How is he reasoning? How is the mind? see, your mind must be working in a way for you to do some things. In, um, in Genesis chapter 6. I'm showing you now the importance of thoughts. Before, I, before I, I share some of the bad thoughts. I'll share about just three bad thoughts. Or four. Or five. Or seven. In Genesis chapter 6. It said, and it came to pass when men began to multiply on the face of the earth and daughters were born unto them, that the sons of God saw the daughters of men and they were fair. And they took them wives of all which they chose. And the Lord said, my spirit shall not always strive with man. For that he also is flesh, yet his days shall be an hundred and twenty years. There were giants in the earth 
in those days and also after that when the sons of God came in unto the daughters of men and they bare children to them and the same became mighty men which were of old men of renown. Verse 5. And God saw that the wickedness of man was great in the earth and that every imagination, see, I point out to you that God takes note of the imaginations and the thoughts of people. And every imagination of the thoughts of his heart was only evil continually. It's that when man thinks, anything that he thinks is a bad thing. And God has been, was watching. He's watching. He said, how come these people that have created their thoughts, all their thinking, all their plan, everything they plan and they plot is evil continually. Every time something bad. Anything they plan to do is bad things. This is when God decided, okay, let's, let's see what verse 6 says. And it repented the Lord that he had made man on the earth. And it grieved him at his heart. And the Lord said, I will destroy man whom I have created from the face of the earth. Both man and beast and the creeping thing and the fowls of the air. For it repenteth me that I have made them. By their thoughts and their imaginations. Because the scriptures, as a man thinketh in his heart, so is he. That's another scripture. As a man thinketh in his heart, so is he. You are, you are, you are an exact replica of your thoughts. You see, that, that's, that's why we say that feelings are mutual. How you feel about someone, that's how the person feels about you. What you are, think, what you are thinking about someone, that person is likely to be thinking the same way about you. Even if the person is talking immediately, you say, with time, the person will pick it up and say, no, you, it's like you. You are not comfortable with me. So I'm also not comfortable with you. Hmm. Then the scripture says that he that has many friends must show himself friendly. People who say that I don't have friends. Nobody likes me. Nobody talks to me. Hey, 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 darling. Darling, you are the problem. I'm sorry, but you are the problem. If you want to have friends, you have to be friendly. There's, there is nobody walking anywhere save me. I make, I am into friends. Even if you don't like me, I'm into you. No, there's nobody like that. There's nobody like that. There are people who may have a little bit of extra, you know, they, are, they appear usually animated. They have a little bit of extra thing. But even those people, they have, they have a heart and they have feelings. When you don't receive them, you see, they recoil. They feel like, mm, I'm not wanted here. I'm not wanted here. So you see, they go where they are wanted. Where they can express themselves, where they can talk, where they can laugh, where you will find their jokes funny. Yes. 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 You need someone who will find your jokes funny. Not someone who doesn't find your jokes funny. So if you want friends, those of you always saying that nobody likes you at school, nobody likes you here, nobody talks you here. Look, hey, darling, darling, 
darling. If you want friends, be friendly. Friendly. That is, be like a friend. Be like a friend. Friendly means like a friend. Godly means like God. What other word ends with L-Y? Lovely. Lovely means like love. What other one is there? Uh, School teacher. Anyway, he that has many friends must show himself friendly. So, he that has got many friends, it means it's not a friendly person. And friendly people usually don't have friends. They're lonely people. They're loners. Always alone. I walk alone, I move alone, I think alone. And they'll be looking at everybody and saying that I wish I also have friends like this. I wish you also be I wish also be I wish I wish they'll be there. I wish you wish, 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 wish. The Bible says that he that has many friends must show himself friendly. That's the way. Never, never blame your classmates that they don't like you. Or blame the whole church. You said that the whole church, nobody, how can we, how can the whole church not like you? I mean, why? Are you a prime minister? Why? Why, why are you deciding who likes it, who doesn't like you? Why? Are you a political leader? Hmm? How did we get into this thing? Help me. As a man thinketh, so is he, yes. As a man thinketh. So your thoughts, your thoughts is defining who you are as you are thinking. You see, what you do and what you don't do is is based on how you think and how you've been thinking and what you've decided to keep thinking about and meditating on. That's what you have become. What you think about, you meditate on, you ponder over. That's what you are becoming. You see, the the more you think about someone who has hurt you, the more bitter you become. That's why there's a word called forgive. Forgive. That's why this church, you see, when we are preaching, we, we shout, forgive, forgive. It's that like, forgive, we beg you, forgive. We beg you, we beg you. We are sorry, forgive. Because if when you don't forgive, you become bitter. Yes. Unforgiveness gradually grows and deteriorates into bitterness. When you become bitter, Bitter against someone, bitter against people. To now you become bitter against a particular gender or a particular race or a particular group of people from one experience. Yes. So, sisters, who have had some pain in your heart before. Don't worry. Are you, are you not aware that since you had, before you had that experience, there was a way to describe what you are. It means that you are not the first. Yes. Before you had, there's a word already, heartbreak. Yes. Yes, there's a word. So why do you feel as though you are the first, like you're the first person to land on the moon? So don't treat yourself like you are the first and only person who has been disappointed in this, in this love life. Therefore, you are making a decision based on one experience or a couple of experiences. 
which verse says that your first relationship must work? I mean, which verse is that? I mean, come on. Come on. Vacuum clean your brains. Come on. Clear your, clear your mind of that rubbish. I mean, who even said that it's your third relationship that must work? Who even said that? Which verse? Which verse is that? that but as for the third one, it must work. Hmm? Who even said that? Have you read a verse which says that's what the tenth relation must work? The tenth. I don't understand, I don't understand why you give yourself laws and, and principles that you are ruining your life over. So you are deciding, you are deciding that to be men is not for men are not for me. Men are not for you. So what, what is for you? Is it like the brother sharing the testimony? Who do you want to speak clearly? Say he likes. He, li- he likes females. I was wondering, female cat, female dog, female mosquito. What is he talking about? You are into females. Hey, so he likes what? Female butterflies or what? Female antelopes. I don't know. I was wondering, what was he saying? He should say clearly. Is a female? I mean. Female leopard, female lion, female cheetah. I mean, we don't know. Female German shepherd. We don't understand. God forbid. So the thoughts of people really sum up who they are. Sums up who they are. Have you, seen, have you seen how difficult it is to be in a relationship with someone who constantly comes up with something negative? Constantly. You can't, you can't stay with a person. Because, you see, all you're looking for is somewhere to be happy. You just want to be happy. Every time you meet the person, it's like, there's a problem. There's a problem when there's no problem. A problem you've never thought of, never imagined, never felt. But when you meet, it's like the person is thinking something bad. You've gone on your knees, you've proposed, you are the one. Every time the person is asking you, so what about that other person? Hey! You you see, sad guys, they wonder, what what should I do? Come and see me, I'll tell you what to do. No, I said, come and see me, I'll tell you what to do. You haven't told me your problems. Why should I come and blurt it out here? That, uh, have you told me that you have such a problem? Yes. yes. But you see, it's difficult. Sisters, are you listening to me? It's difficult to be with someone who always has a negative imagination. You see, when God, you see, God says, look, the imagination of man is evil continually. Therefore, I have repented that, is, that he has regretted that he ever made man. So he said, I'm going to destroy everybody. Because their thoughts are bad. So it's like, you see, the person, every time there's something bad about their relationship, says, no, 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 no. Then I don't want this relationship again. Because I have to be free. I like you. I want to marry you. You are asking about somebody else every morning. Is that like we can't be happy. Is that like we are sitting in a restaurant eating happily, happily eating. Instead of talking about something nice, so... Uh, 
that lady. When was the last time he spoke to her? You will feel like lifting the table. Yes. Because your negative thoughts are destroying something beautiful. Something nice. Your negative thoughts are too much. The negative thinking is too much. It's too much. It's destroying a beautiful thing. Never settle with somebody with bad mind. Never. Don't say I didn't tell you. Moment when you're supposed to be happy is turning to an exam, turn to cross examination. Happiness moment. And you see, it's bright and sunny. Stroll. You, you want a stroll. You want a stroll around, around the Thames. On the bridges. Strolling. Licking ice cream. And chatting. Walking hand in hand. Telling jokes that are not funny, but she's forcing to laugh. Just to encourage you. Just to encourage you. And then instead of having a happy experience, you've become first accused. Questions to answer. Things to explain. Beautiful sun, beautiful weather. You are asking, are you sure? Are you sure you like me? Are you sure? Are you sure? But, but I heard, I heard uh, you like that girl before. So are you over here? I, I mean, come on. I mean, come on. I mean, stop it. One day, day. somebody's wife, I don't want to tell you who, somebody's wife, someone's wife asked him, if, (laughs) if I'm drowning with your mom, which of us will you save? You see, but when, when she asked that question, the spirit of the Lord came upon the husband and he said, I will save the one I'll reach first. The spirit of wisdom came upon him. Because if he says, look, and he gets to this one first and goes by and says that, he will turn into a murderer. I'll save the one first. The one I get to first, I'll save the one first and I'll go back for the next one. She didn't have anything to say again. She just said, ah, okay. (laughs) Ah, okay. Ah, okay. Ah, okay. Sit down, sit down. Yes. 
So it's your thoughts that prevent you from doing something good. And it's also your thoughts and your imaginations that destroy beautiful things that God has blessed you with. Beautiful things, nice things that God has blessed you with. Look at, look at this. Look at Philippians chapter 4, verse 8. It says that finally, brethren, whatsoever things are true. Listen, to, pay attention to the list. It says whatsoever things are true. Whatsoever things are honest. Whatsoever things are just. Whatsoever things are pure. Whatsoever things are lovely. Whatsoever things are of good report. If there be any virtue. Do you understand virtue? Uh, Darling, give it to me in English. Is that if there be any excellence, I mean, it's like to do well, to do well in any field, in anything, to do well, to excel, to excel. If there will be any excellence, as then if there will be anything worthy of praise, worthy of commendation, hmm. what should you do? Dwell. The King James says, think. In other words, to do well, to excel, to be praised, to be congratulated, to be seen to be doing well, your thinking must be right. Your thinking must be right. If there will be any excellence, if there will be anything worthy of praise, worthy of praise, he says that. Thinking on something is like dwelling on it. That's, what, that's what, when someone is full of some thoughts. The person dwells on that issue, stays with it. The person will stay with it. You will take the person, but the person will bring you back to that issue. Because that's what the person is thinking about. No matter how, no matter how hard you try. Those are the people, you say, sorry, I am sorry. I am sorry. I mean, I am sorry. <laughs> but the person is not accepting the apology. So the person will be dwelling on the issue and revisiting the issue. Say, oh, I'm sorry. Say, what else? What else can I do? It's dwelling on it. Dwelling. That's that. It's like we are here on this point. We are here. We'll discuss this thing till I am happy, and that person will never be happy. If there be any praise, if there be any virtue. Excellence, anything worthy of praise. It's your thinking. It's your thinking that makes you grumpy, that makes you moody. There's nothing. What else, what else is there? It's your, the way you think. That's what, that's what gives you those mood swings. That's what I said for some things. Get a Dyson vacuum cleaner. And suck all that rubbish out of your head. You'll be a nicer person. Oh, you'll be a nicer person. You'll be a nicer person. Not, not to marry. Don't, don't, don't worry about marriage. Nobody's in a hurry to marry you. It's, <laughs> as you'll be a nicer human being. For God, for God to even use and God to even work through you. Get a vacuum cleaner, suck, baby, it will come up through your ears. Suck that nonsense out of your ears. 
And I'm saying, I'm not talking about marriage. I'm talking about life, just life. If it just being around, if it to be a good worker, a good person around, suck the rubbish out of your head. Wow. You'll be a nicer person. A nicer person. You'll be a sweet person. Sweet. How many of you would like to meet sweet people? Anytime I board a flight, one of my secret prayers is that may the air crew be sweet. May they be sweet. I was boarding a particular airline once, and somebody told me that this airline, the people are horrible. She said, number one, the, the ladies are older. And they are they are like strict, strict headmistresses. So it became my prayer topic as I was standing at the gate waiting to board. And then what did I see? Lo and behold. Grandmothers. Come in. You see when they are passing through, they don't smile, they don't know. I said, my Lord and my God, today, today, it's over, it's over for me on this flight. It's over. They won't be nice. They will shout at us. They will scream at us. Just. But you know what happened? They were so sweet. I mean, grandma was so sweet. Grandma was so sweet. How are you? Are you okay? Do you want to sleep? Do you want to do this? Do you want to eat? Do you want more? I mean, grandma. Oh, I said, oh, baby. Is it that grandma that you want to put in your pocket and take home? <laughs> she was so sweet. She was so lovely. But my thinking, even I'm sure the first time she was approaching my seat, I was like, I'm ready to fight. <laughs> it's just a thinking. What are you thinking? You, you, are, you, arrive, you arrive in a room. Nobody has, seen, nobody has asked you a question. The first time they see you for that day, and you're already grumpy. What are you thinking? What are you thinking that the people are thinking? So bad thoughts that prevent people from tithing. Number one. <laughs> I think we can even go home now, isn't it? So these are the kind of thoughts that people have that that is non-tithers. Why they don't tithe? Number one, they think, I earn too little to pay tithe. I earn too little to pay tithe on. Matthew 25, verse 24. The he which had received the one talent... The one who said, I have only one talent. Is that what I have is not enough to do anything with it. Others have been given five. I have just one. That guy came and said, Lord, I knew thee that thou art an hard man, reaping where thou hast not sown and gathering where thou hast not strong. Is it the same person? The others came to him and their speech concerning him was different. The same person, but your thinking about him or your attitude and your behavior towards him is based on the thoughts you have about him. He is thinking that you only give me one talent. I don't have enough to do it. I don't have enough. I just have one. This is someone who doesn't tithe. The person that I earn very, I don't earn much. I don't have much. 
don't have much. Someone will say, I'm a student. But you're a student, but you have, you have wigs. You have wigs, you have shoes. We see you eating in places. You're still a student. Places that your mom has never been before. You've been there. Yes, but you say you're a student. You are a student. Your mom has iPhone 4. Look at what you have. She has 4S. Please, can I borrow your food? (laughs) (laughs) Five (laughs) SE. Yes. But it's it's a nice phone. It's a good phone. You you see, you are students. You don't know whether you should laugh or not. Don't make me laugh. I'm preaching. <laughs> yes. <laughs> you see, we all can talk. <laughs> because now you can see. The wake up, the whatever. This is what he has. You say you're a student. You can pay tithe because you don't earn much. But you don't have this. It's even funny to you that somebody has it. You're wondering, I mean, how? It's almost like when a message comes, can he read it? Or when a phone call comes, can he hear what is being said? <laughs> they are always laughing at him. They are always teasing him. That's his phone, and he's also determined that he won't change it. <laughs> yes, yeah. <laughs> I say I'm, I'm a student. So I can't pay time. But you pay for other things. So it's not so the, the reason why you're not paying tithe is not because you earn little or because you're, you're, you're a student. Because you don't want to. Because you don't believe it. Because you haven't understood it. That's why you say I'm a student. That's why I don't do this. Well, it's not about student, it's not about studenting. You're a student, but every every weekend you are the barbers. Do to do shape up. They're doing shape up. How much do they charge for shape up now? Answer, answer. 20 pounds. Every weekend, shape up. Count. Count the number of weeks in a year. Times 20. 1,040. If I give you 1,040 pounds, will will you not take it? But a student, a student does shape up every weekend. When it gets to tithing, it's like, no. I don't have a job. The lady was a student girl. I have to get my nails done. 
I have to get my hair done. What's the extra hair that they put on their forehead? What's it called? What? No, 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 the extra one. Fringe. There's another name, edges. Edges, yes, edges. I know things, I know things. The days when I didn't know much is gone. Now I know things. You see the edges. They've paid for edges. You pay extra for edges, isn't it? For them to stick it there. Yes. Hmm? Frontiers. Front what? Frontal. Ah, frontal. Frontal. Okay, frontal. Is it frontal? Frontal. 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 Okay. Yes. But is that different from edges? There's frontal. And there are edges. So what's the difference? Edges is natural. They just take it there for you. And then frontal is what? Frontal looks... It looks like it's your hair, but it's not your hair. So it's stick down. And then it looks like it's actually your hair, but it's not. But you see the dots. You see the, um, the net. <laughs> oh, you see the net with the frontals. But the edges is your hair that is pulled there. Then it's just... Okay. It's a lot of work, oh. Why don't you, why don't you just come as you are? Look, listen. You see, one day, a lady came from a honeymoon, and she said, "Her first night, the first, no first, the first morning." That's morning after. She said, do, you, do we know what her husband said? We said, no, we're not there. She said, he said, thank God you look the same. Yes. So those of you who don't look the same when you wake up, you look different at home than as you are now. He's, he's, in, he's in for a treat. So as the husband was walking there, beloved, those things, things, his secret prayer was, hey, this girl, is this what she is really is? So the morning after, and they woke that Sunday morning, he woke up there, looked at, looked at her. He's all saying, hi, darling, sweetheart, honey. He said, thank God, you look the same. You look the same. Look at saying without all the things, it's like it's you. It's like it's you. What I saw in church is the same. You are still you. You receive it, brother. Maybe your portion. May you not be swept. <laughs> May you not get to where the person is now taking her eyelashes off. Taking her wig off. Plucking her nails off. Then taking the teeth out. And then, and then, and then removing. <laughs> and then finally. This one, taking it off. 
Number two, number two. The bad thoughts of non-tithers. Can you already see that the way you think is denying you of many things? Thinking I don't have my, but you have, you have, you have enough to do a lot of things. Because you've been doing things, we've been watching you. We've been watching you since first year. Since college days, you do things. You spend on what you have decided to spend on. The second one is, I earn too much to pay tithe. I earn too much. Yes. The scripture says that he that is faithful in little will be faithful in much. So the student who can tithe is the same person that when he gets the big job will not be able to tithe. Yeah. When you're faithful in little, you'll be faithful in much. So the reason for not is, is not because it's too little or it's too much. Because the people who have also said, I earn too much to tithe. Somebody asked once, do you, know, do you know how much I earn? In other words, do you know 10% of my income? Do you know what it is? That I should take it and bring it to God. Hmm. Are you still here? You've traveled. You're here. I can see you, so you're here. First Chronicles, chapter 29, verse 14. It says, but who am I and what is my people that we should be able to offer so willingly after this sort? For all things come of thee and of thine own have we given thee. I mean, is, 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 is David not a very cute person? I mean, that he's brought, he's brought God an offering and he's saying to God, that, look, who are we? Who, I mean, who am I to even be able to give anything? What I, what I have, what I have is not, it's not even, it's not, it's not even mine. It's yours. And then he said, what is yours is what we have, we have taken out of what is yours and we've brought it back to you as though we are giving you something. So it's almost like, God, God, look, even as we are giving, we have not even given anything. And that is the truth. And that's the mind you must have. That even as you are giving, you should be telling yourself, I'm not giving anything. I'm not giving anything. I'm giving, I'm, I'm taking what God, it's like, it's like a little child. It's like a little child giving the mother or giving the father a, a birthday gift. Yeah. I mean, come on. Where did you get the money from? It's not that this money. You bought him a card. Oh, daddy, I bought it. I got you a card. You can even see the handwriter. Mommy held your hand to even write. To write daddy. And what you are bringing, what you are bringing, the gesture. It's just, it's just, it's just, it's just a gesture to show that. Look, I appreciate you, but it's not that you have something and you are giving anything. So how can you say that you have too much? That's the scripture says that. Uh, what is it that you have that you did not receive? What is it that you have? 
If it's too much, instead of doing 10%, you are doing 5%. When God decides to reduce your percentage in life, God forbid, it shall never be your story. You see, one day, a certain wife came to see me. Her, her issue is that her husband says that she should not pay tithe. He will pay tithe. He said, in the house, they should not pay two tithes. Do you understand? He said, when he pays tithes, it has covered all of them in the house. So I said, I said to her, go tell, I remember the words of Jesus. So I said, go tell that fox. Fox is a symbol of someone who thinks he's clever. So I said, go tell that fox. God, God won't destroy you. He's about to give you one income in the house. So when you pay one tithe, it's genuine. That's the message of God. I said, go tell that fox that prepare yourself. There'll be, there'll, there won't be two incomes coming to, into the house. There'll be one. So when you actually do it, it's genuine and real by his message. I said, go, get up, go, go and tell that fox that he should expect it. Think you are clever, isn't it? It's too much. It's too much. But when, but when you are receiving, it's not too much. Then God bless you with a job, bless your wife with a job. Boasting, we have a job, we work here, we earn this. That one is not too much. But to honor God and to even give to God what is what He has given to you, you say it's too much. You say, Don't do, I will do what I do, I've done on behalf of yours. I said, No problem, no problem. God will make it real for you. Real for you. May He, I said, I said, May He make it real for you. May He make it real so that you are safe from sinning. Just, you have to keep him at the back, okay? Yes. For, First Corinthians 4, 7 says that, For who maketh thee to differ from another? And what hast thou that thou didst not receive? What that you have that you did not receive? Everything you have was given to you. Everything that you have was given to you. Everything that you have was given to you. Even faith to believe in God was given to you. Even faith to go to church, I go to church, I believe in God. It was given to you. What is it that you have that you did not receive? Everything we have, we received it. Everything we have, we received it. There's nothing that we can boast about or brother. It's, it is us. It is not you. It's the grace of God. So why will you not want to honor God with what you have and what has been given to you? Point number three. Hmm. Wow. Which one do you want? Okay. Number three is number three. Let's do number three. I am, I am not a fool. I will never pay tithes. Think the points are addressing people's thoughts. I am not a fool, isn't it? But do you know why you you say you are not a fool? So why you, do you know why you say that? It's, it's your thinking. It's your thinking, or someone is cheating you, or someone is stealing from you, or someone is taking something from you they shouldn't be thinking, they, they shouldn't be taking. 
So you are thinking again. You are, you are having oblique thoughts. You are thinking in a negative way. Negative thoughts are very destructive. To feel comfortable, I'm not a fool. I'm a fool. I should take 10%. Why should I pay my tithe? I am not a fool. I am. You are not thinking. You are not thinking correctly. Again, I'll point you to Philippians chapter 4. And verse 8. That there is a way of thinking that you would never think that you're a fool. Even in your relationship. Even in your relationship with, with whoever you're in a relationship. Your beloved, your husband, your wife, your whatever that you have. You can easily be in a relationship and think that I'm not a fool. I'm not a fool, so I won't do certain things. Because I am not a fool. You think you are, it, it's, it's bad thoughts. You are rather destroying a beautiful thing. As long as you start thinking, I am not a fool. I'm not a fool. What it, it was my birthday. What did he do for me? Me too, I won't do anything. Meanwhile, meanwhile, if we check motives, you see that perhaps he or she sincerely forgot or it's not the birthday type. Do you understand birthday type? Hasn't even got that background. So the person hasn't got malicious thoughts that I will not celebrate your day. But now you, because of your bad thoughts, are becoming malicious, having negative thoughts, becoming bitter, angry, because you know what is, you know that it's a nice thing. You are supposed to do it. She or he or he or she or shim him doesn't know. Depending on who, who that has and God. So the person is just living freely, free-spirited. But you are saying, hey, last year, look at all these things that I did for you. When it's my turn. Couldn't even remember. You couldn't even remember. <laughs> hey. I went to wish someone happy anniversary. Happy wedding anniversary. And unfortunately, I sent the text to the wife. And I sent the text around 10 p.m. It was very late at night. And I just remembered, oh, today's the anniversary. I said, oh, happy anniversary, guys. Like, bless. You should see the response I got. Thank you, pastor. Thank you that you have remembered. Look at the time. It's 10 p.m. He has not even remembered that today's anniversary. I say, yeah. I say, yeah. What, what, what is this that I have done? If I had known, I should have just slept. Hey, you should see that. Thank you, pastor. Thank you, pastor. Thank you, pastor. Thank you, pastor. So I quickly had to call to calm the waters. That Look, it's okay. By the time I called, he's here. I've told him. I've told him that you have remembered. (laughs) What problem? He's just sitting in the house, free-spirited, happy. He has not thought. But she is full of anger. Anger. If you have remembered, why don't you create the party or the celebration? Because it's not like he has remembered and he's refused. It has not even crossed his mind. I said, darling. <laughs> I said, darling, you know what? You know what? Relax. Relax. There are things that you will also not be able to do. There are things that you will also forget. Don't be full of anger at everything. Relax. You too, there are things, there are things that you can't do and you won't do and you won't remember. Don't take him up as though he's there. 
He's the firstborn of demons. So when each time you are thinking, someone is cheating you, you destroy beautiful things. You're destroying your relationship with God by saying that I'm not a fool. You see, you're not thinking about things that are true, honest, just, pure, lovely, lovely. Is it, is it a love? Is it a nice thought to think that someone is someone is deceiving you and wants to take your money from you? Is it a nice thought? What were we doing before you joined the church? I mean, is it a, is it a nice thought to have that someone someone has someone is a thief? He's coming, he's coming to call this. He's a corn man. It's not a lovely thought. It's not it's just of a good report. It's not it's not it's not it's not fair. It's not fair. Is it fair for that lady to have thought of her husband that he's a wicked guy? He doesn't want to remember her anniversary. He's wicked of everything that he has done. Which I don't want to list. Wicked man. This loyal man. He's unfaithful. He didn't remember that verse. It's 10 p.m. And pastor has remembered. Pastor has remembered. I've just told him. I've just told him that you have remembered. If you, you have remembered. Hey. And they're in another country, far away. I've taken my phone and made this far call to make sure that I've not disturbed the waters. Far, he said, he has remembered. He's all the way, he's all the way in London. He has remembered. You are sitting here with me. You can't remember that today's anniversary. Hey, what problem is this? I said, take a vacuum cleaner. Put it on your ear. And suck out all the rubbish. Take out all the rubbish, all the rubbish, all the negative thoughts. All the negative thoughts. Someone went out with a beloved. Would you even get a beloved to be with you? The beloved. And the beloved falls asleep on the way. Hey! It's like an an earthquake. The whole country had to hear of it. He has slept. Like a fetish priestess. To the relationship spot. Oversleep, you know. Is it a sin to sleep? She said, Look at that. Why did you sleep? You're supposed to be chatting. I'm here. It's like I'm here. It's like, it's like there's this beautiful princess. How can you sleep in the presence of such glory? So after a while, you see, sometimes when time passes by, you become wiser and more matured. God found a way and glued them together again. He used super glue this time. No nails. <laughs> he glued them together again. So I asked, is he still sleeping? Oh. And she sent me a picture. She was asleep. And she added, this time I offered my shoulder to him to sleep on. I offered, I gave him my shoulder, sleep, sleep. So I responded and said, you have become wise. He said, oh, this time I gave, I gave him my shoulder. So you should see him. You see them, I think, on the train or a bus. You see, he's open. Oh. But he has, he has got a shoulder. A sh- I mean, that's what I said. Will you even get for someone to sleep around you and put his head on your shoulder? Will you even get? 
When you sucked in the first time, your shoulders were free. Yeah. <laughs> you even get somebody to be there and the person is asleep. Do you know how many people will like? And do you know the interpretation they will give to it? They will say that he's very relaxed in my company and my presence. He's himself. Yes. Instead of having bad thoughts and say that I'm boring. He doesn't like me. There are other places when he's with the other people, other girls, then he's chatting, then he's laughing, then when he gets to me, then he's sleeping. Because when he gets to you, he's relaxed. He feels this is it. This is the place. This is the place. This is my destination. I'm at home here. If you like leave that sleeping giant and see somebody would take beer, you'd be shocked. Oh, anytime they are going out, you see her coming with a pillow. When I say, What are you doing with the pillow? Say, oh, ask, for, ask for my, my guy, he will sleep. So I bought a pillow for him. I bought a pillow. You, you are angry. Someone, someone will see the funny and the nice side of it. She'll be coming with a pillow. She'll say, Oh, come and sleep. She will even give him a nickname, say, This is something. You sleep in my lap. I'm not Delilah, though, but. <laughs> <laughs> she said, This is my sleeping giant. By the time we are coming back, he, he'll be gone. This is my sleep. So I, have a, I even have a special pillow for him. A special pillow for him. But see, it depends on how you're thinking, isn't it? You will not easily think that way. You say, Hey, he's come to sleep. <laughs> Stand to your feet. We have to go. <laughs> no, no, you stand to your feet. Yes. I also have some requests I'll be making in the near future. So, you stand to your feet. Let me be obedient today. Stand to your feet. All bad thoughts are going out of your head. Amen. All negative thoughts are going out of your head. I'm ever going to be free tithers, free with good mind. Understanding. Yes. I mean, if I've seen that your thinking can, is destroying beautiful things in your life. And especially your relationship with God. Somebody has told you, those pastors, they are thieves. Those churches, churches it's, all, it's, all, it's, all, it's all caked in your head. Caked in your head. What were we doing before you came? Were we not eating? Don't bring yourself. Don't let me also have bad thoughts about you. (laughs) Pray for yourself that all bad thoughts will clear from your mind. And you'll be a giver, a blessed giver. Pray for yourself. Pray, bind and cast out every negative thought. Cast every negative seed that's been sown in your heart and your mind about tithing, about giving. Cast it. Cast it out. Casting down imaginations. Casting down imaginations. Casting down imaginations. Cast it down. Cast it out. It will not stay with you. It will not be with you. Destroy it. Destroy it. You know yourself. You know yourself. You know who you are. Destroy it. Something is keeping you away from being blessed. 
Satan is keeping you away from being blessed and prospering and doing well. Pray, bind it, block it, cast it out of yourself, of your mind. Pray, pray, don't hold back, pray, speak, 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 casting down imaginations, casting down imaginations. Every negative thought, every wicked thought. Pray, speak, speak against it, condemn it. Be freed, be liberated. From the back to the front, everybody praying. Everybody praying. Everybody speaking. Praying for yourself. Praying for yourself. Casting down negative thoughts, wicked thoughts, wicked imaginations. Lay your two hands on your head. Father, we pray. Let every negative thought, every seed of wickedness concerning finances, concerning giving, concerning relationships, concerning Christianity, concerning our walk with you, Lord, any negative seed that has been sown in the mind and the hearts of these ones, I cast it out. In the name of Jesus, I cast it down in the name of Jesus. I declare a curse unto withering for those thoughts, Lord. May they wither and disappear from the minds, the minds of these people, Lord. Thank you, Father. Fill your people with the Holy Spirit. Let their minds and their hearts be filled with the Holy Spirit. Fill them with faith. Fill them with believing. Fill them with a heart and a mind that believes in your word, Lord. Let Satan be destroyed. Let every wicked spirit be destroyed in their lives, Lord. Let these minds and hearts be clear, Lord. To believe in you. To believe in your word. And to walk in your will. Thank you for your blessing. Thank you for healing. And thank you for miracles. In the name of Jesus. Now while every eye is closed and every head is bowed. This afternoon, very quickly, I want to pray with you. You are here. Somebody invited you to church. Or you've been going to church. But deep in your heart, you know you don't have a relationship with God. Today you want to say, Pastor, pray with me. I want my sins to be forgiven. I want my sins to be washed away. Pastor, please pray with me. I want to give my life to Jesus. If you're here like that. While every eye is closed, every head is bowed. Say, Pastor, pray with me. I want to give my life to Jesus today. Very quickly, lift up your right hand wherever you are. Lift up your right hand very quickly. 
very quickly. God bless you. You're right hand. Lift up high so I can see you. Pastor, pray with me. I need Jesus in my heart. I need Jesus to be the Lord of my life. I want my sins to be forgiven. I want my sins to be washed away. I want to be a child of God. I need the love of God. Pastor, please pray with you. While every eye is closed, every head is bowed. Just your right hand and I'll pray with you. And I'll pray with you. Lift the high. High so I can see you. High. Pastor, pray for you. I need Jesus today. I want Jesus in my life. I want to be born again. I want to be saved. You also want to join in. You want to say yes. I want to say yes to the Lord. Keep it up. Don't put your hand down. Keep it up. You also want to join in. Join in and say yes. Pastor, I need Jesus today. I need Jesus. I want Jesus to be the Lord of my life. Please pray with me. Just your right hand. Just your right hand. I'll pray with you. This is your moment. This is your day. This is your moment. This is your day. Just your right hand. And I'll pray with you. God bless you. God bless you. I see your hands. I see your hands. God bless you. Now, if you have your hand lifted up, I want to do one more thing. I want to come to me right here in the front. Come. Come out of your seats. Come. Even if you didn't lift up your hand, but you want to give your life to Jesus, come as well. Come. Come quickly. Come. Come. Come from wherever you are. Come very quickly. Yes, come. There is still a room for Come and join us here in the front. Yes, there is room, yes, there is room for you. For come, I'm waiting you. for you. From wherever you are, come there quickly. There is room at the cross come quickly. for you. Come to Jesus. Come to Jesus. There is room come to at Jesus. the cross for you. Come to Jesus. Yes, there is room yes, come to Jesus. At the cross for you. Thank there you, Jesus. Sing it. At the cross for you. Close your eyes with me, everybody. Let's say this prayer together. Say with me, say, Heavenly Father, thank you for Jesus who died on the cross for my sins. And rose up on the third day. Now say, Lord Jesus, I believe you are alive. Please come into my heart. Be the Lord of my life. I accept you today. I receive you today as my Lord and my personal Savior. Heavenly Father, Please wash my sins away. Please forgive me of every sin. Please write my name in the book of life. Now say thank you, Father, for accepting me and making me a child of yours. In Jesus' name. Say thank you, Father. Thank you for salvation. Thank you for Jesus. And thank you for today. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Shout your biggest amen. Amen. Now shout your loudest amen. Amen. God bless you. At the close of those of you in front, look at me. At the close of service, we just want to see you briefly right here. You know where these yellow men and women are. Just come right here. We'll talk to you briefly before you go back to your seat. So as soon as we end the service, just make your way here.
and we'll speak to you briefly before you go back. God bless you. Go back to your seats now. Clap for them as they go back. Communion, 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 communion. Let us pray. Pray for yourself. Lay hands on your heart and pray for yourself that a miracle will happen for you today. A miracle. There'll be a change in your life. A change. Pray that something will change. Something will change. It will change today. Something will change in your life today. Pray. Pray. Maybe your nature. Maybe your character. Maybe there's a weakness. There's a struggle. A secret struggle. There's nothing too little for God. There's nothing too big for God to do for you. Pray about it. Talk to him about it. He's listening. He's listening. He's listening to your prayer. He's listening to your prayer. He's listening to your prayer. He'll heal you. He'll heal you. He'll heal you. He's healing you yes. in Jesus' name yes. right now. Yes. He's a healing yes. Jesus. Pray for yourself. It's about you. Jesus. You pray for yourself. The blood was shed for you. The blood was shed for you. Use it today. Use it today for strength, for cleansing. Yes, for healing. healing For healing. He's healing you in Jesus' name right now. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. He's a healing Jesus. Yes, he is. A healing Jesus. Yes. He's healing you in Jesus' name right now. He's healing you. He's healing you. Every weakness, every flaw, everything in your life that is unpleasant, he's healing you today of sicknesses, of diseases, of weaknesses. He's healing you. He's healing you. He's healing you. Yes, Lord. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Father, thank you for this blessed opportunity. I declare this is the body of Christ and this is the blood of Jesus. Father, let it bring strength. Let it bring victory. Let it bring healing into the lives of your people. In Jesus' name. The body of Christ. Eat all of it. the precious blood of Jesus. Drink all of it. Father, thank you. Like Jesus said on the cross, it is finished. Let that be the testimony of your people. Let that be our portion. Let every unpleasant experience be brought to an end. Let every shame disgrace, difficulty be taken far from our lives, Lord. Let every sickness, every disease be healed permanently today. In the mighty name of Jesus. Let failure be cancelled. Let struggles be cancelled. 
Let every unresolved issues receive a solution today by the blood of Jesus. Thank you for the blessing. Thank you for the blessing. Thank you for this great blessing of the communion. Receive that blessing and receive your great grace and favor. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Tell your neighbor, it is finished. Take your seat. Did you tell someone it is finished? Did somebody tell you it is finished? Tell somebody else now that it is finished. It is. It is done. Jesus has done it. Jesus has done it. I said, Jesus has done it for you. It is done. Your life is blessed. We hope that you've been blessed by this message. For more information, follow us on social media. Search for First Love Church London on Facebook and YouTube and First Love UK on Twitter and Instagram. Have a blessed week.